Hi, everybody. Thank you for waiting so long for this episode, and sorry it took me so long to make it. Today, we're going to talk about some of the common everyday slang words that relate to mental health and how to use them or not use them appropriately. But before we jump into it, I want to apologize for a couple more things. First of all, my sound in this episode is like in the middle of an empty concert hall. There's so much echo, so sorry about that. And second of all, I constantly mispronounced my guest's podcast's name. It's Heilong FM. Now, I fixed it in post, and don't worry, I used the most obvious and obnoxious way to fix it. So I hope you enjoy. And uh, with those disclaimers out of the way, thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Hello! 欢迎来到 Mandarin Slang Guide, MSG, the Chinese learning podcast that tastes great and probably isn't all that bad for you. I'm Josh Algan Davis, bringing you some words and perspectives that aren't in your textbook. Today I'm super excited because we can finally talk about a topic that a lot of you have been asking me about for quite a while. And the topic has to do with the state of mental health and mental health services in China. And I'm extremely happy to have this guest, Ivy, on the show with us. Hi, Ivy. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Ivy is currently finishing a degree in sociology and psychology in the US, and she's a member of an organization called Xinsheng Gongyi, and also a host of Hailong FM, which is a podcast associated with Xinsheng Gongyi. So what is Xinsheng Gongyi, which literally is heart sound charity. So before we dive into what is Xinsheng, what is Mind China, let's start with a bit of the background about how the mental health landscape is looking like in China. Hmm. So according to World Health Organization, 54 millions of people in China suffer from mental illness. Hmm. And then in March the 1st this year, there's a blue book published is a report on national mental health development in China. And then from that, we can see, as people would have expected, there are inequalities. So in more economically developed areas like East Coast or major cities, people actually do enjoy better mental health. And then it is also different on the basis of education level, that they're negatively correlated. And um, they also suggest that people in their early adulthood So basically from the age of 18 to 25, they actually have the lowest index of mental health. Hmm. So with all that fact laid out, Hmm. what Xinxiong, what my China is really doing is there are three areas that we can briefly touch on. Oh boy, I love lists. Okay, cool. So the first one is when people talk about mental health in China, it's really stigmatized as with many other countries in the world. So... Educational-wise, we're raising public awareness and knowledge, really, about mental health issues. And then we also function as a resource platform. Hmm. We are connecting people, whether they're with diagnosis or their family members, or they're just people or students like me who are about to enter this field. We create like chat groups. We have so many different chat groups, really. <laughs> and then... Like within those spaces, we exchange information, we post questions, like as simple as, oh, I have a friend or I know somebody who is so depressed, who is mm. having even suicidal impulse. Who should I turn to? Do you have any recommendations? All the way to, should I choose this field? Should I major in, I don't know, psychiatry? Should I be a doctor? 
something like that.、Mm-hmm. And then with those things, what Xinjiang is really doing is to build communities, provide support groups for people with those concerns.、Mm-hmm. Have several projects that focus on, like for example, for caregivers among people who have family members that suffer from severe. Mental health condition, and then usually they're really disadvantaged. Like they're really suffering themselves because all those burdens emotionally and financially.、Mm-hmm. So Xinjiang can provide support groups for those people to build alliances and seek emotional support. And I want to be clear about this because I didn't、mm. say the English name at the beginning. So just so no one gets it twisted, the Chinese name of the organization is Xinjiang Gongyi. And the English name is Mind China, right? Mind China, yes. Excellent. Now, the way I heard about Xinjiang Gongyi is I've been looking for a podcast in Mandarin about topics related to mental health for a long time, and I couldn't find it. I guess I was just using the wrong search terms. But eventually, I found Hailong FM or The Waves, and that's affiliated with Xinjiang Gongyi, right? Yes, it is. What is Hailong? I can start with what we are not. <gasps> of course, we're doing mental health-related topics. Like、mm-hmm. we're inviting interdisciplinary guests and people to speak about it, but we're not educational,、mm. but inspirational、oh. and conversational. I mean, by、oh. saying conversational, I mean of course, as a podcast, you're inviting people to initiate conversations, but we also want to invite our audience to th- really think about, to really join us. As as if they're here with us,、mm. and we hope to bring daily reflections, retrospections into our conversation about mental health, because I think when we speak about mental health, it actually comes from daily lives, and we hope to bring it back into daily lives.、Mm-hmm. We hope that people can see mental health or mental health services as a part of their lives, just as when you're sad and you're and you choose to talk to. A really good friend of yours, or when you choose to jot down some notes on your journal,、mm-hmm. really some daily activities that you do. So, what Hailong means it literally means the wave,、yeah. like when you see the ocean or you see waters.、Mm-hmm. But how it is related to Mind China is that it is the sound of your mind. It's the wave of your hearts. Because、oh. by listening to your own thoughts and feelings while you're Joining us in our conversations, you're、uh, reflecting something inward, right? You're at the same time looking outward on what have I been experiencing in my life that led me to these thoughts.、Mm-hmm. So I've always told myself that a good episode is when our audience can actually try something new after listening to this podcast.、Ooh. You know, to practice or to just to feel something. What kind of new somethings have you inspired your listeners to get into? I think that speaks about my favorite episode from a short, like a very short list of episode that we have right now. <laughs> It's the one about、um, green life, how having greens, having plants, having you know nature surrounded by you, and going to the nature can actually improve your mental health substantially.、Mm. Yeah, I, I I take a walk every every day, every afternoon, <laughs> and that sounds pretty、uh-huh. like. <clears throat> old people stuff, but、um, what? It's not old people I was, stuff. <laughs> I was literally taking a walk when I listened to that episode. Nice.、Um, so when I was taking my walk, I would just you know tip my toe and I'll try to reach the leaf and I'll try to feel how、mm. 
is it a new leaf? Is it old?、Mm. So, something like that, you know. Just try、mm. to really experience those words. So yeah, I, I guess in a sentence, what Hai Lang is trying to deliver is not what to think, but what to think about.、Mm. Something like that. And I love the way you talked about destigmatizing. A lot、yeah. of the words that we're going to talk about today、mm-hmm. are words that are commonly used, but may actually contribute to stigmas around mental health. So, before we dive into these words, where can we find Hailong FM and Xinsheng Gongyi if we want to learn more? If you want to follow Xinsheng Gongyi, the best place to look for is its WeChat platform, its、mm-hmm. WeChat official account. And if you just type in Mind China, you can find us. And as for Hailan, we we're on multiple platforms, and you know, just、mm. typical platforms where you would find a podcast. Yeah, and that's Hailan FM, literally the waves FM. So T H E space W A V E S space FM, and you're there. Excellent. She gave a thumbs up,、yep. which doesn't translate super well into podcasting, <laughs> but. I can do the the gesture to speech translator here. All right, let's jump into it. We're going to talk about a few. And oh man, so what I always do is I always run through the list at the beginning of the episode. We're going to talk about this and this and this and this.、Mm-hmm. And now I have to run through a list of stigmatizing words. But hey, I've set myself up to do this, so I'm going to say a bunch of stuff you probably shouldn't say. We're going to talk about something I've heard more than I should have. Ni shen jing bing ah. We're going to talk about she kong and zi bi. And then we're going to talk about a word you may have heard, "sung," and then one, and I love it when this happens. One that I didn't know, but that the guest brought to the show, and it's "xiao chou jing shi wo zi jie," which sounds very sassy. I'm into it, and I'm excited to learn what it means. But let's start from the top. When I was teaching English, I was 11 years ago. Goodness, in Guangzhou, my students who were high school students said this to me a lot, which I take as a compliment as a teacher. <laughs> Uh, and it's ni shen jing bing ah. So, what is she's shaking her head again with a gesture to speech translation?、Uh, so, what is what is this? What do people mean when they say this? Why would you take it as a compliment? <laughs> Because they were laughing when they said it. It's an insult, by the way. Yep. I took it to mean they were having fun. I think there are several ways we can interpret this. Like it has a long history in Chinese languages and Chinese、mm. popular words. I'm not saying that Chinese people curse each other all the time, but. It means what is wrong with you, or you are nuts.、Mm. It can also mean that I disagree with everything you say,、mm. so I'll just accuse you of being nonsense, right?、Mm. Or it can also be understood as a means of teasing.、Oh. You know, that's why there people are usually laughing as they say it.、Mm-hmm. Like, like it comes with. Multiple emotions as well. It could、mm. be that you're angry. It could be that you are like embarrassed. It could、mm. also be, <laughs> it could also be like a little flirty at some at times. <laughs> so it's very versatile. Yeah. Yeah. I think about it a lot like the English word crazy. crazy. You can be angry at someone and call them crazy, or you can be flirting with someone and call them crazy.、Mm-hmm. And let, let, let's break it down right quick. The ni shen jing bing ah. So the ni is you, and then the next word I guess you could say is shenjing. How should I understand shenjing? Shenjing is literally your nerves, your nerve system. Ah, so you nervous system, and then bing. What's the bing? Illness, disease, something's wrong. So shenjing bing is. Would it be fair to translate that as a mental illness or a neurological illness? I mean, in daily conversations. It refers more to mental health illness,、mm. but when you look at 神经病 
the words on itself, it means something's wrong with your nerve system.、Mm. So technically, it goes in both ways. But how we're using it, we refer to the first way. Gotcha. So I'm guessing, and you can correct me on this. This is more or less problematic because shenjing bing are actually real things that people are struggling with, and to use this as sort of an epithet, as an insult, contributes to the stigma. Is that a fair sort of way to look at it? Perhaps it's not as severe as stigmatization, but I guess the reason is that we say "ni shenjingbing" too often in daily lives. Really, like、mm. it has almost loses its、um, connotation for craziness or for psychosis. I mean, psychosis. If we're really talking about this in more professional terms in psychology or psychiatry,、mm-hmm. then shen then jingshenbing. Yeah, I should say I should bring this up earlier. Like jingshenbing. Is when you accuse someone of、oh. being crazy. It's not shenjingbing because shenjingbing, as、oh. we mentioned, it refers to the nerve system. But jingshenbing,、mm. I mean, as psychosis or mental disorders, they're really like they're real illness. Okay, so just to break it down,、uh, shenjingbing is something that you would say colloquially as an insult,、uh, but you probably shouldn't. Whereas jingshenbing is actually referring to a psychosis. But this, these aren't the only words that people use in this way. Just like in English, we call something crazy or insane or other things that I don't want to say on the podcast. And also in Chinese, there are other ways to say this, right? Like "niu bing ba," literally, you have illness, and it's not being like you have a respiratory infection. It's definitely talking about a different, specific kind of illness, right? Yeah, absolutely. Also, "fengzi." I'm curious about the word "feng." It's often translated as crazy. How would you translate "fengzi" in this context? A crazy person. Yeah. Okay. Now let me ask you this.、Okay. I have heard people use the phrase "fengrenyuan" to refer to a mental hospital, but I'm always cautious about the word "feng." I feel like it it more often has a negative connotation. Is it always a negative connotation, or 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 is there a proper way to use it? It depends on the situation. I mean,、mm-hmm. of course, when you look at "feng." It means crazy, and then especially if we refer to a mental health service institution as "fengrenyuan," that is so negative. That is really serious、mm. because you know the 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 film "One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest." The translation of that title in Chinese is "Feiyue Fengrenyuan" flew over something Feiyue、uh-huh. because that movie is about. People with mental illness, severe mental illness, and in institutions,、mm-hmm. so that the translation itself, "fengrenyuan," is really problematic.、Mm-hmm. Fengrenyuan isn't stigmatized. Of course, it is stigmatized when you say "fengrenyuan." Nobody wants to hear that、uh, you're crazy. You're, you should go fengzi, or、mm-hmm. you should go to fengrenyuan. Nobody wants to hear that. People、mm-hmm. will take it as an insult. Does that contribute? Do you think to people's willingness to seek help concerning mental health? Definitely, yeah. Because if you take that step forward, then you risk of being associated with fengzi.、Mm. If you feel yourself like I once upon a time did, using these words a lot because the people around you are using them, and you want to replace them with something else, is there a better way to playfully or seriously or sarcastically insult the people around you for being nonsensical? <laughs> That's a difficult <laughs> one. Let's see, because yeah, because we use "ni shenjingbing" or "ni obing" too often that I couldn't really think of any alternatives. Let's see. We should make one up. 
we should change Mandarin slang guide into Mandarin slang generator. We can create a better alternative to these. Or maybe we can talk about it in the dialectical way. Like you, you know how there's so many dialects in Chinese languages. Hmm, so yeah. in Xinjiang is, you know, this part. Oh, forgot you, you can't she, see. She's pointing uh, the, to the, the west. <laughs> the northwest <laughs> of China, um, Xinjiang is the province. And then people will say 勺子, a spoon. 勺子. As literally a, a spoon. You spoon. To refer to someone who's being nonsense. Yeah. That's hilarious because there's an archaic English insult to call someone spoony. Oh, it is. Yeah. Mm. And it seems like it's exactly the same thing. All right. That's it. We've done it. Everyone is spoons now. <laughs> we solved the problem of uh, using ni shenjing bing too often as well as ni bing or fengzi. So that's done. Everyone is shaozi now. Uh, let's move on to the next one. These are a couple words that have sprung up, I think, in relatively recent times that are related to mental illness, but are not necessarily used in a clinical way all the time. They've sort of entered the general slang. They are shekong and zibi. Let's start from shekong. What is shekong? What are these two characters? She means society, or in this context, it would mean socializing. Kong mm. means just fear, phobia, something like that. So with these two combined, it's social phobia or social anxiety. Yeah. And I mean, upon hearing these two phrases, they're actually actual diagnosis in mental health. So it's a real diagnosis, but people use this word in a colloquial way. Mm -hmm. How would people use this in everyday life? When you use these two words, you're referring to yourself. Like mm. usually you're not pointing to others and saying that oh, this person is shuakong or zibi is mm. usually self-directed to yourself. It's, they're sarcastic. And then instead of saying that they're being afraid of socializing as what shuakong means, mm -hmm. what they're really trying to convey is that they're afraid of being embarrassed or the awkwardness that mm. comes with you know failed socialization. So if I ask someone to come hang out at a bar, mm -hmm. they might say, "Wabuchu, I'm not going. I could say, why? And then you might say, Yep, yep. I There's something wrong with me that I, I just don't want to go. I can't can't really deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How is that different from zibi? I don't really know when zibi became popular, hmm. but zibi, it derives from zibi zheng, autism spectrum. Yeah, so, so let me stop you there. You said zibi zheng. That zheng is similar to bing, like we talked about jingshan bing before. It, it denotes an illness or, or, or a disorder or a condition, right? So zibi mm -hmm. zheng means the autistic condition, I assume? Yeah, autism. Okay, sorry. Just wanted to make sure we were clear on what the zheng was. Yeah, of course. So it is used in a very similar context as shukong because they're all mm -hmm. expressing how... They are not sociable. They don't like social situations. They're not really good at that. Mm. But if we look at zibi, I'm not sure if everyone will be aware that it comes from autism. But mm -hmm. since it does, it could be really disrespectful or it's not appropriate or, or even triggering for mm. those who are on the spectrum. Yeah. I have a friend who's chan. Their, their sort of pet phrase is, Ayo,我好自闭最近. Like I, I lately I've been very zibi and I didn't know when I heard this, that it was related to autism at all, but I could still understand it because the two characters are 
zi, which means self, yeah. and bi. This is a bi that means like to close or to close off. So that actually is really intuitive when you're talking about someone who's like, oh, I don't want to go out. I just want to stay at home. And I was very surprised later when I learned that it was actually coming from the term for autism. Yeah. I mean, did you see all those memes about the bi? <laughs> Or about Shokong. No, because, I didn't. There's so many memes. Uh, like the funniest one I found was a flower gradually closing itself. And then, you know, the text next to it is, I'm closing myself <laughs> as the flower does. And I, and I wouldn't have even known it was a pun because I didn't know that it had another meaning, which was the actual real meaning. And the self-closing was, was sort of the pun meaning. Yeah, in general, like both these terms are used in sarcastic and funny way, but they could also be somewhat inappropriate. Yeah. Mm. So to close out Shukong and Zibi, if you were feeling like you didn't want to see anybody and you just wanted to be by yourself for a while, how could you say that in a better way? I'm not in the mood. Or should I say in Chinese? In, <laughs> right. in Mandarin, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. See. Oh, I want I want to be like I want to be quiet or I want to be by myself. Jing jing means quiet, right? Mm. So anjing uh, is the textbook word for quiet. So wushang jing jing is a is a cutesy way to be like, I just want my quiet time. Wushang jing jing. Yeah, but that has become a trendy word as well. You know, it, it has also it becomes funny and Wait. everything. <laughs> it is funny because people take out jing jing from this phrase. And then Jingjing is usually a typical, like a traditional um, female name. So then people would say, uh, I'm missing Jingjing or... <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about Jingjing. I want to yeah. go see Jingjing. Mm -hmm. <sighs> there's, there's just no way to be by yourself. Yeah. You know, lately the world has so much pressure that people are wanting to stay at home more and more and feeling less comfortable going out. It makes me feel very morbid about life. It makes me feel very depressed. It, you might say it makes me feel very sung. By the way, that was a very bad transition into the third word for today. What is sung? What does sung mean? I feel like it's a combination of sad. It's a combination of cynicism, even mm. like because you feel nothing matters, hmm. and then you lose all your enthusiasm. You lose all the hope. You're dispirited. You're disheartened. Mm -hmm. It's really a combination of all these. Yeah. Mm. It feels like a like a like sort of ennui or like a very negative nihilism. Yeah. Like nothing matters. I'm just gonna stay at home and lay flat. Yeah. To to do a, a callback to many, many episodes ago. Just do a just lay down and don't do anything and, and yep. wait for the sweet embrace of death. Yep. How would you use song in a sentence? You can say Wow song. I'm so sung. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling really? so I'm feeling so negative. I'm feeling so uh giving up on the world-ish. Mm -hmm. I'm consumed with ennui. Wow, mm -hmm. sung. Mm -hmm. Or you can say, tai sung. It's too sung. It's oh. so sung. So like, I would use that if I heard a story or if I saw a situation that made me feel hopeless, I would say about that situation, tai sung. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Because that, that's the meaning of song that I learned. I think when I looked it up in my dictionary, it said funerary or having to do with death or something like that. And so, like, okay, I get this slang. I'm, I'm jiving with this, as it were. And then I walk out of my apartment and there's a store called Sang Cha. Mm -hmm. So Sang Tea. And it's got this cute little logo of a very depressive looking dude with a bowl haircut. Uh, and it's like a cute and cool thing. So like what can 
Why can Sung be cool? I'm very confused. I think before we talk about how Sung is commercialized, as you saw, we can first take a look at like popular culture. You、mm. mentioned Ge Yeo Tang is from a TV drama、mm. many many years ago, and then you know that sad frog, Peppy the, the, the Frog memes. Yeah. Yes. That one, and then also BoJack Horseman,、uh, right? That isn't Netflix. No one's really sure. The scientists are still debating that. <laughs> It's also a TV show.、Mm. They became such a hit a couple、mm. years ago, and because of song, you know, because especially in BoJack Horseman, BoJack is really song. Like he he's <laughs> he he finds literally nothing matters, and、uh-huh. I feel like people buy into this or they love it because it's a defense mechanism, right? You're self-deprecating.、Mm. You're basically saying that, okay, I'm just putting myself out there. This is this is who I am. Before anyone else becomes disappointed in me,、hmm. I'll just become disappointed in myself first, so that nobody can really judge me or anything. You can't make me sad. I'm already maximum sad. Yeah, exactly. And you can also see it as a catharsis towards society because、hmm. we're so competitive, we're so underpressured, and you know all those social immobility, bad economy, and everything. Nobody's getting a job, and I feel like I should stop here, or else I'll be <laughs> anxious myself. <laughs>、um, and then,、yeah. you know, when when you, when you can't really find a way out in your real life, you just、mm-hmm. turn to a funny way or turn to any way that can keep you going. Yeah. And I think that's definitely why we see this commercialization. They're manufacturing your need. Yeah. Because when you look at all those some product at your house, right, and then you become more unsatisfied, you become more anxious, and then you turn it around and you buy more of these products. It's a vicious cycle. Tai Songla. <laughs> It's a song cycle. Tai Songla. All right, so that's song, and frankly, we should move on because it, I'm getting very song, and not in the fun, cute way. The last one. Is Xiao Chao? Jing Shi Wo Zi Ji. I'm gonna break this down and then ask you what it means. Xiao Chao is clown. Jing Shi means surprisingly is Wo Zi Ji myself. So a clown is me. Xiao Chao Jing Shi Wo Zi Ji. I haven't encountered this. Apparently, I'm not cool enough to to know this word. What is this? Xiao Chao Jing Shi Wo Zi Ji has only became popular in. I think in 2020,、hmm. I feel like the clown in Chinese context is very different from the Western or U.S. context.、Mm. It's not like Joker, or it's not as in the film It. It's not scary. It's not spooky. <laughs> but it's just, it's just clown. You know, circus clown. And when you use this, you're basically trying to save face. Ah. You're basically trying to make yourself less embarrassed.、Right. Say that、uh, when you ask someone out, you get rejected. You can say, "Oh, 小丑竟是我自己 It means that now I'm the funny one. You know, I'm the I'm the embarrassed one. Yeah, it sort of shows that you can take control of the situation and make a joke about it, even though you did something embarrassing. I'm not so embarrassed that I just. Sung all the way onto the floor and die immediately. Like I can still, I can have a sense of humor about it. Oh, yeah. 小丑竟是我自己啊，好吧。那我问下一个妹子。No, I'll ask the next girl. Yep. You can also use it to combat backlashes.、Hmm. You know, when you're trying to make fun of other people, and then you fall into your own trap, or you feel like somehow I am sort of, you know, just saying really bad stuff towards myself, and then you can also use 小丑竟是我自己 It's a surprisingly, <laughs> it's a surprise situation. 
Yeah. Like it's like a self-deprecation. It is also self-deprecating. Yes. I will embarrass myself before anyone embarrasses me. <laughs> I mean, that's why I made a podcast. I figure I better get out there and do all the embarrassing things up front with my own brand on it. So no one can call me out on it. You can't call me out on it. I did it myself. Yep, exactly. All right. So those are the four things that we talked about today. First, we had an insult for someone else, which is which we shouldn't use. And then we had sort of a, a self-deprecation for yourself. Uh, you can say 我社恐 or 我自闭, meaning that uh, you don't want to socialize. You just want to be by yourself. But you probably shouldn't use those. It'd be better to use 我想静静, I just want to be quiet. So those are a couple self-deprecations. And then we have song, which is almost, it's similar to a self-deprecation in that you're sort of taking ownership of your own hopelessness <laughs> in a way, and also in a way that allows corporations to then take hold of your hopelessness and sell it back to you. And then we finished out with another very self-deprecating thing, There's a lot of self-deprecation going on here. And I'm just now, you, you have that one eye closed nod going on. It seems like you're very, you're, you're very aware of the self-deprecation. What does that mean, do you think? Like I, I started trying to design an episode about mental health and we talked about self-deprecation for a lot of this time. Um, why do you think that resonates so much in these words? I think, I don't know why it came to my mind, but one word that emerged is the internet, hmm. really. I feel like a digital version of the social world, like as it's gradually replacing the real one, it makes the cost of socializing lower. And then because of this, I think we can't seem to adjust or we can't seem to be comfortable in real life interactions. We found those like self-representation performances, you know, you're building your persona. Mm -hmm. We find them so tiring and we find them so necessary because we live in a highly competitive society. You know, you have to look good. Oh, you have to get a good degree. You have to earn this amount of salary, you have a good job. And then because of the internet, we see people at so many different levels. We unconsciously compare ourselves to everybody. Mm -hmm. And you're scrolling down your phone screen. You're looking at checking out social media. You're not really consciously doing this comparison, but you are. Yeah. So because of that, I think we've just grown to be so self-conscious and narcissistic mm. even. And mm. we always want to put out the best performance, but most of the times we can't. Yeah. And then because of that, we adopt these self-deprecation. We beat ourselves. I find that the most convincing uh, reason yeah. for this phenomenon. When you were talking about competition, it reminded mm. me of um, a couple episodes ago, we talked about words, some of the hottest words from 2020. <laughs> we had words like neijuan and dagongren, uh, which are words that people have used to sort of take control of the fact that their work life isn't what they want. And they're not really finding fulfillment in their work and they're feeling sort of controlled by their boss and by their company and by society. And I didn't realize until I heard your explanation just now that this is really a similar process of basically slaying as self-defense, taking these negative stimuli and forming a pearl around it. And that pearl are these beautiful slang words like song and there's nothing I can do. Oh, I hate, I really hate hearing the word 没办法, <laughs> just 
<笑> I'm so surrounded by that. I'm so depressed by that.、Oh, so song, 没办法 makes me song. Yeah. I want a coffee mug that says 没办法 makes me song. <laughs> well, now that I've thoroughly depressed, I think you and、uh, all the other listeners. Thanks again for coming on the show. And once again, if someone didn't write it down at the beginning, where should they go to find out more about Mind China, Xinsheng Gongyi, and FM, the Waves FM? For Xinsheng Gongyi, the best platform is our WeChat official account. So if you just type in Mind China, you'll find us. And then for Hai Long, we mainly operate on our WeChat and also Xiaoyuzhou,、mm-hmm. and then all all those other. Typical platforms where you can find one podcast. Excellent. Well, thank you, Ivy, for taking the time to、uh, come be sung with me on Mandarin Slang Guide. <laughs> You're very welcome. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. That's all the MSG we have for you today. If you want more, or if you want flashcards, or just to chat with other fans of the show, you can find us on Twitter as @msgmandarin or on WeChat as msgpodcast. Thanks again to Ivy for being a great and very patient guest, and a very special thank you this week goes out to Guyo. Guyo, your tongue is so song, and we're all here for it. And last but not least, thank you to you, the listener, for listening. I love it when you listen to this podcast. New episode in two weeks, hopefully. But for now, 再见，再会，再聊。Bye bye. What tone of voice was I using before? I guess it doesn't matter. I'll edit it together. Sorry, editor, me. 小丑真是我自己。You can include this this part. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the the 彩蛋。<laughs> <laughs>